What up, East High? Hello, Eastern High School. Welcome back to this podcast. Indeed. This is Wildcat Minute, where we talk about High School Musical one minute at a time. And Tyler makes terrible jokes. Hey, I'm Tyler. And I'm Condra. We're the amateur nerds. And we are very lucky to have back. He agreed to come back for the next minute. Brian. Hey, thanks for having me back. I mean, how could I not after the way we were teased of what was going to happen next minute? I had to find out. I know. I did such a good job with our outro last time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It left me wanting more. You can bet on that. Anyway. Okay, episode's over now. Yep. (laughs) If I say you can bet on it, the episode has to end. Exactly. (laughs) Easy editing for me, though. Um, What happens in minute 86, Condra? So minute 86 starts out with Jarvis saying that the cast list will be posted and ends with Gabriella looking terrified. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember when you um, you guys invited me on and I said, you really don't want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, I really do. <laughs> oh, and I squeaked. And then I just scoffed and <laughs> <Yeah>. turned dramatically. <laughs> <sighs> I was also a little confused why Brian said, you're really don't want to do this. Like, I was con- <laughs> like, he could have done another line reading. <laughs> Hey, if anybody's listened to my podcast, but the whole I could redo the whole thing as as bad as I messed up my words. <laughs> no, that was not you. That was Sharpay in the minute. Oh, right, 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 right. She kind of says you're don't really want to like. It's not totally terrible, but I noticed it watching the minute two or three times, and I was like, you guys couldn't pick a better take of this. I mean, this is something that's come up. They might not have been able to because they also had this crowd pouring in and there were like sounds of people in the background and like a lot of extras to direct as well. Maybe that was the best take. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) One shot. Now, now I, you know, just to, you know, peek behind the curtain, I'm watching the minute as we record and it's just on a loop and I have uh, subtitles on so I can kind of and subtitles has it worded properly so you know they're covering for her <laughs> oh the, the the line was definitely written as you really don't want to do this but she, like she flubs the word a little bit ty we all have hard words are hard tyler and they are and i'm not saying it's perfect but when you're doing a movie you have the opportunity to do it multiple times and fabricate reality through the magic of editing like that's the point we can fabricate reality to an extent with the fabric of editing like if i take really long pause then I can remove that pause. I, I don't know what I'm, I'm going to have to leave that pause in for the editing. So this, this meta this meta moment doesn't make any sense. If I can remove that pause or if I say um five times in a row because I'm thinking about something, I can remove it and I, I, did, I don't sound as stupid as I might actually be. Oh, no, Ty, you come off as stupid as you really are. <laughs> yeah, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Great. There was also another weird line read um, when Miss Darbus says the cast list will be posted. She trails off. It seems like the line was written as the cast list will be posted. And then they wrote an ellipsis. Troy runs in and says, wait, interrupting her. But she says the line as if she wasn't about to say when the cast list would be posted, because it seems like she would say the cast list will be posted on Monday. But then she just didn't do that. She just said the cast list will be posted. That doesn't make any sense. I thought about that, too. It definitely like it was a little weird because I was like, 
don't you usually say when you're posting it? No, that's that's the that's the mess with their students and performers. So they are always <laughs> on on you know on their guard and and on their toes. Miss Darvis plays mind games. I mean, yeah, and she's like a Stanley Kubrick, um, a director who you know just really kind of mentally tortured their his actors. She's doing <laughs> the same thing to these high schoolers. Maybe it's just Allison Reed channeling. Um, Michael Douglas from Chorus Line. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna make a I was gonna make a Sharpay Duval joke, like Shelley Duval in, was in The Shining, but <laughs> that that's neither here nor there. Like I said at the beginning of the show, I just I just make bad jokes. That's my job. But yeah, Troy and Gabriella out of nowhere, they run down the aisle yelling, "Wait, we're here!" Yeah, uh, I love. Gabriella saying, Miss Darbus, please, please. Her little begging like, voice is so good. And the way she like runs up the stairs. Because uh, Gabriella's wearing like little, little heels. Like, I don't know what those types of shoes are called. I don't know. I don't wear heels. I wear Vans. Um, <laughs> yeah. So she has like a little bit, little bit more of a hard time running in them than Troy, who gets up onto the stage like right away. She's like still jogging along. Her She doesn't have shoes that are great for running in. Yeah, she's in heels and a lab coat. He's in his, he's already warmed up. You know, he's loose. He's <laughs> yeah. in his, you know, he's in his uh, sweat, you know, suit. He could have just jumped right up on the stage. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, but- man, that would have been so intense. Condra, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but, and Brian, you don't, you don't know this at all. Our first season was an analysis of Fantastic Mr. Fox. And at the end of that movie, Condra, you, you probably remember Bean jumps onto like this, this kind of roof Mm-hmm. area yep and he does it in one stride of his legs yep it's like he's six feet tall and the, the the roof is like six or seven feet and he just jumps it with like one stride of his legs that's what i'm picturing troy doing up onto the stage just like one leap and he's there he he, he could also have been that um ballerina from earlier that wonderful dancer from the auditions just leaping oh yeah yeah he was good did we lose brian oh i'm here i'm here Okay. Just I, lost in thought about Troy taking a one leap. I was, I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm singing in my head, I believe I could fly as I'm thinking of some <laughs> jumping up to the stage. I'm, I'm like, oh, do you think they could have done the lift from Dirty Dancing as they both ran to the stage and met each other in the middle? And then she's like, well, with that kind of showmanship, they, we have to give them an audition. That would have been amazing. He bopped to the top of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Darbus says rules are rules, and she's not going to let them audition also because there's not even even a piano there. I don't know why there wouldn't be a piano no, in the middle of auditions. not a piano that's not there. There's no pianist there. No, no, no. She says piano, and no. then when Kelsey comes back, Kelsey says pianist, but Miss Darbus says piano, I swear to God. No, she says it's far too late, and there's no pianist. And I don't believe you. Brian, you have the, uh, the, the subtitles. Subtitles right here. She says pianist. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Well, according to the subtitle. Well, you know what? Actually, one second. They, oh, because then he says, we could do it without a piano. And then one pianist here. It's a weird line. Yeah. Also, for them to try and say pianist many times. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm being very careful of how I say it. 
<laughs> but, but you know, she's also got that theater voice where she may have said piano, or it came. You know, she said pianist, but maybe it just her line reading made it sound a little, little funny. Ryan going, "That's showbiz for you." Like, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's the most glib we've seen Ryan in this whole movie. I love it. I love the word glib. I don't think it's used enough. Yeah, I was. I just heard a word earlier. Only tones are described as dulcet. The, mm. the word dulcet is only used to describe tones. What else is dulcet? Isn't the ocean sometimes? I don't know. I guess you would probably say the dulcet tones of the ocean are like the dulcet... Dulcet waves? Sounds, waves, maybe. I don't know. Dulcet definitely like comes from comes from the Latin for sweet. Yeah. But mm. I'm... Uh. Well, I'm hoping we'll get some sweet sounds out of these two, maybe. Yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> Brian, you're great at the setups. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> You're keeping us on track more than we are today. (laughs) (laughs) So Kelsey pops up and she's like, one pianist here. And that's where we get this moment between Sharpay and Kelsey, which is kind of fun because Sharpay goes, you really don't want to do this. And Kelsey's like, yeah, I do. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her standing up for herself. Especially where she's cowered so much throughout the movie. Like Kelsey gets her moment to shine. Colin Coward. Um, well, maybe she's so enraged from the horrible atrocity they, uh, Sharpay and Ryan just committed to bop to the top because we don't know what the original was like, <laughs> that she's like, I must bring my music back. Why did Sharpay and Ryan have their callback be bop to the top when Troy and Gabriella have the other song that we haven't heard yet and whose title I can't remember? Breaking Free. Yes, that. Why do they have different songs? Well, I th- Darbus told Kelsey to do this specific one with Troy and Gabriella, and Sharpay and Ryan. Maybe this so- maybe bopped. Wait a second. You know how like in rehearsal and like audition sometimes they're like perform a soliloquy of your choice or like bring in eight bars of a music. Maybe this is just their like. They're just bringing in, they're like, we're real good at this song, so we're bringing in this song. <laughs> and it doesn't actually have anything to do with Twinkle Town. Yeah, it's their go-to. Okay, maybe. It's their go-to. They're like, it's their, it's their comfort zone. <laughs> Everyone was like rolling their eyes, another bop to the top. This time, Salsa Edition. Oh, yeah, they do like different versions. What we haven't mentioned is that a large crowd of people has started wandering into the auditorium, and that is why Miss Darbus's mood has kind of changed into letting Troy and Gabriella potentially audition i wish when they came in like she should have been she should she should have stuck to her guns like nope absolutely not and then you got like every click is coming in to the the theater now they should have been like let them sing let them sing you know like <laughs> really make it a, so good yeah you know it would have been, it would have been like the spartacus moment where like i am spartacus <laughs> let them sing well and even yeah that hits the theme of you know the whole school kind of wanting to break down these status quo tropes and divisions that separate people. And it gives agency to the general populace, which I think would have been interesting. And especially to see like Chad and the other basketball boys wanting to see Troy sing. That would have been interesting. Man, Brian, you just headcanoned it out the window. That's what I'm here for. Ah, I like this version better now. You guys see the pep band with their berets? Yeah. The other thing I noticed is the West High Knights and the Wildcats entered from the two different doors. Like, all one side was red and the all other side was blue. I thought that was funny. Wait, why did the West High Knights come to the auditorium? They should have just gone to the locker room. Everyone like, had to have... Ev- well, the cheerleaders can't go to the locker room. 
well, I understand why like the East High people who were in on the plan all decided to go to the auditorium and like the general like audience of the basketball game. This is a good mustering point for them. But the opposing team, like they just go to the locker room and like keep doing game plans. Why would they go to the auditorium? Maybe the principal was like, no, leave. <laughs> they were probably like, hey, what's going on over there? This looks like there might be a party or something. Well, maybe the lights were just not working in the in the locker room either. It was all part of one circuit that just, that line of code, man, really did a doozy on yeah. that wing. <laughs> <laughs> that Wi-Fi sent electrical code that affected the, the lights of the building. And the hot plate. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just learning about the internet back then. <laughs> um, but Darbus is like, well, that's showbiz, and the ones up Ryan. That didn't make any sense. <laughs> well, she's wanting up Ryan's showbiz because Ryan's like, well, that's showbiz for you. You don't get what you want. And then Darbus is like, no, the hustle and bustle and making stuff happen. That's showbiz. Or the pitting the kids against each other. She likes the drama, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's show darbus lives for drama in many ways yeah she's you know because like, like real life is stranger than fiction so she's like yeah you know she's I'll, I'll take that that drama anywhere i can get it yeah baby i think she started seeing numbers going in her you know the the like the dollar signs in her eyes when she saw those people coming in because she's like man we they probably never had that many people come in just for an audition if they could turn <laughs> into ticket sales to their you know for their fundraiser or whatever it is they're doing that's she's all about it they got an audience yeah. now or maybe she's realizing the possibility that troy and gabriella would have like oh we're gonna have people that have never come before yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, well, Troy's got the basketball boy pull. They're hitting demographics that they've never hit before. They're branching out. Yeah, it's almost like uh, diversifying your talent pool is a good thing. Yeah, I always what? thought that. I always thought musicals can bring jocks and nerds together. So yeah, because it takes so much like physical skill for all that dancing and stuff, right? And then you got to be smart and remember everything. Or at the very least, it's an equalizer. But the sight of all of these people may put dollar signs in Darbus's eyes, but it only leaves Gabriella in stone cold fear. Oh, good job, Condra. So yeah, so <laughs> Troy does this little like microphone flip as he's handing the microphone to Gabriella. She's like two hands on the mic, holding it, Center ready stage, about to sing, bracing herself, knees yeah. knocking. Meanwhile, Troy goes up and leans on the piano, and Kelsey starts playing the opening chords. Very quiet, like waiting for this kind of like pause before Gabriella comes in and sings. And it seems like that like this would be a great place to like have a meme like happen. <laughs> like there's like a pause and then she like just starts singing Africa by Toto or something like I don't like never going to give you up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Get Rick rolled here. Or or she goes, it's hard to believe that I couldn't sneeze. <laughs> oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> If I can go to the to the subtitles as I've been doing throughout our uh, two days together, right as it ends, it says it just says in parentheses shuddering. <laughs> the poor girl already has talked about having stage fright and fainting, and Troy's just gonna leave her center stage. That'd be funny if he was like propping her up, <laughs> <laughs> like weekend at Bernie style. <laughs> And, and, you know, this minute ends like on a cliffhanger to me because it's she just opens her mouth about the sing and the minute ends. And it's yeah. like, oh, 
fuck, yeah, you don't right. even get the song. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a it's good transition moment for us with in terms of the podcast schedule. We've lucked out. Here's what I was going to say. Condra, do you remember from Spy Kids 2, the Machete Miracle Microphone? Yes. Of course I do, Tyler. That's what Gabriella needs here. She does. Just a, a microphone that sings for her. But she can sing, and Carmen oh, yeah. could not sing. Well, the thing was... It turned out, uh, Brian, I don't know if you have any idea what we're talking about. <laughs> no, but I'm just here for the, you know, I'm, I'm here for the ride, basically. <laughs> Great. Okay, so there's a scene at the end of Spy Kids 2. It's not part of the plot, but there's a scene where uh, Danny Trejo, who plays Machete, their uncle. He's not their uncle, but he's their uncle. Um, no, he's their actual uncle, I thought. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a refrain in the movie. He says, I'm not your uncle. Oh. Uh, yeah, I got uncles like that that aren't your uncles. <laughs> yeah, he he says to he says to Carmen, "You're you're a spy. You're undercover, and you need to convince them that you're a pop star." And she's like, "I can't sing." And he's like, "Well, here, use my machete miracle microphone. No one can sing, but if you use this, then you can." And then she like goes out and sings. But then the stinger at the end of the scene is he realizes he never put any batteries in the in the machine, so it turns out she really could sing. Ah, I like it. Or the liquid. It's like a it's like a Felix Felicis yeah, thing. Yeah, I was gonna from, say the uh, liquid luck from Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian. Before we move on, do you have any last thoughts without spoiling the very end of the movie for Tyler? Um, do you have any overall thoughts? You watched High School Musical for us. Did you have any thoughts about it? <laughs> I will just say because I don't. This isn't spoilerish because we've already hear, heard her sing. I think mm-hmm. Vanessa Hudgens is an excellent singer. Uh, she, she, I mean, I'm not really too familiar with, you know, her stuff. And when I was watching this, I was like, man, she's good. Now, I, now is Zac Efron really singing or is that somebody not else? Not in this one. No. Okay. Cause I'm like, I couldn't tell. And I, and I wasn't sure, uh, you know, I'm like, are they just lip syncing or, or whatever? But I know cause I, I've seen, like I said, I saw Vanessa Hutchinson Let's see, I said it again. <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> My wife says it's because I don't pay attention. <laughs> and she might be right. But, uh, you know, I, I saw her sing in Greece, and I know and I, and I know she did good in that. So um, that was the one takeaway from, from this that I was like, man, there are some good singers in this, and, and especially she stands out. Uh, Zach Efron does learn how to sing in between High School Musical 1 and 2 to okay. sing in the second one. And then I would say he's really um, the greatest showman. While the movie may not be a great movie, his performances in it are really good. Oh, I forgot he was in that. My, my daughter has seen that, and that's one I haven't I haven't watched yet. It's it's eh, you don't have to. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Zendaya's really good. I like Zendaya and Zach Efron stuff in it. <laughs> I don't I know like the main song that's kind of like yeah. cuz she sang that she, like, my daughter's actually in chorus for a while and that's the song they sang at the end of the year for like their recital. So I was like so I was familiar with it from that, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's all I need to watch. <laughs> all right. Tyler, I think it's time. It's time for our decom of the week segment, Condra. What is that? You're gonna you're gonna give Brian and I a Disney Channel original movie that we haven't heard of, and we're going to have to guess what the plot of it is. Then you'll tell us what the real plot is, and it, we'll all have a fun time. Indeed. So this week's decom of the week is the 2018 decom. Oh. Zombies, also spelled out. In all capital letters, Z O M B I E S. So, okay. Um, Zambies. So, based on a musical pilot 
from 2012, Zombies and Cheerleaders, that never aired on Disney, but it was filmed, uh, directed by Paul Hohen, and starring Milo Mannheim and Meg Donnelly. Okay. So you gave us a bit of a hint with that Zombies and Cheerleaders musical Indeed, thing. Indeed, I did. More than I should have, probably. <laughs> so, Brian, zombie movie, what are you, what are you thinking? My, my first initial gut reaction to that, especially learning the little hint we got, is it's high school musical, but with zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. So are you saying, so like, Troy is a zombie and like... It's zombies and humans, so like the, they we're trying to bridge the divide between them. Oh, I could see that. Yeah, instead of like the nerds and the jocks, or like the theater kids, and you know they want it, like so maybe one of the zombies wants to be a singer, um, or wants to be a human. Oh, maybe maybe it's one of the zombies is a you know one of the zombies, one of the humans they have to do a duet together. Yeah, I was gonna guess it's like kind of a hacky like racism metaphor, like remember the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's that that seems problematic. Yeah, or like the episode of Star Trek where like the one guy's half black and half white, and they hate the other guy who's half white and half black. And it's like, and, wow. and, 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 uh, and uh, Kirk's like really makes you think. Yeah, yeah, and it's like wow, I wonder what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's not that okay. Well, what I could possibly see happening at some point. Early on, maybe they have to sing, like maybe singing soothes the zombies that are attacking the school or have taken over half the school. So, ah, oh, so the so so we're in a regular human high school musical school, but then zombies attack the school, and they realize that they have to sing and dance to defeat the zombies. <laughs> yes, yeah, 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 and then and then as we find out, they're not really monsters. They have. They have personality as well, and then they have to kind of learn oh. to coexist together in school, and that's where we get our duet, and that's like that kind of caps it off. Like, hey, look what we could do if we all work together. So it's so it starts out as like a horror movie, like, and they're trying to kill the zombies, but then eventually they realize that the zombies are people, and then it becomes like a, a weird friendship. Yeah, yeah, movie. yeah. You find out that that really the true monster was man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the true monster was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> good, that's good. I like that. Yeah, the, the true monster was... I, 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 I like in that original Night of the Living Dead how the true monster was racism or whatever. Right, right. I, I wish it could be like the true monster was how we, we, we don't respect each other's differences. Like like a high school musical movie. Yeah, where they, they realize that the zombies, they might look different and they might be more into sports than they are into singing and dancing but that's okay and they can still coexist with us exactly you don't have to be pigeonholed into being a zombie or a human we're both zombies yeah. and humans yeah are you feeling good about that brian should we send it over to condra yeah, let's do it i say i say we get a pilot going condra how we do how do we do all right so i think the biggest thing that needs to be clarified is zombies there has been a technological development from the government that's created Z bands, so Z bands, and they deliver electromagnetic pulses to stop zombies from craving brains. <laughs> oh, so this okay. helps stable stabilize, calm the zombies into creating their own kind of civilization. And 
ends up hitting a point where they've quote-unquote normalized enough to integrate with a suburban high school. And um, the Z-bands allow for some pretty impressive stuff as one young zombie teen discovers when she's hacks into her and her friends uh, Z-bands and makes one of her friends a football star on, on this human high school team. Wait, so this girl who did the hacking is a zombie? She's a zombie, yeah. Okay. And this football star befriends and develops a relationship with a very prominent cheerleader who the cheerleader's parents are like the mayor of the town. Her cousin is the head cheerleader and he is not about these zombies being here and is super like gross. No, you can't be friends so, with them. Wait. It sounds like it kind of is Remember the Titans. It is kind of Remember the Titans. (laughs) Footloose, maybe. And her parents, like, don't want her dating in general. Like, they suspect she has a crush on someone, but they're like, no. The the head cheerleader is really jealous of the zombie becoming really popular and tries to sabotage uh, the zombie's success and ends up getting his lackeys to hacking into the hacked z-bands and creating real like reverting them back to their zombiness and setting things quite scary and they but most people feel really bad for these poor people that have been they've lost their kind of stabilizers in some way and in a dramatic act this head cheerleader this very prominent cheerleader rips off her blonde wig to reveal she has white hair and uh she she says even i the most seemingly vanilla person is different difference is good difference is okay this sounds so tacky and, um, i think we were pretty close actually <laughs> but in a shocking third act the head cheerleader is like, you know what? All of you zombie supporting cheerleaders, you're out of here. You're not competing in the final competition. But then that means there aren't enough cheerleaders to go to competition. So um, the popular zombie's younger sister ends up joining on the team and they create this wonderful cheer routine with zombies and cheerleaders all performing together. And then the the two the the football cheerle- the football zombie and the cheerleader we've been following tell each tell that they're in love with each other. And then there's a block party at the end. So there there's got to be a big musical party at the end. Yeah. Um, and there's the second one. Oh. <laughs> that came out in 2020. Well, that explains it. Is that called Zombies 2? It is. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Uh, Zombies 2, The Search for More Brains. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the only difference that we didn't get was uh, instead of curing the zombies or at least pacifying them with song, it was uh, it was technology that did it. Other than yeah. that, I think we were pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you guys created a, a very meaningful movie, it sounded like. Yeah, I think both movies uh, would have defeated racism at the end. As a as a metaphor, yeah, it's kind of it's got a little bit of bring it on in there too. That's that's the yeah. one thing we kind of left out. We should have should have a bit more of a cheer competition. Uh, bring it on! <gasps> that's another solid flick. Yeah, it was funny when I was looking up zombies, just like generally on the web. It was like 
looking for more cheerleading movies check out bring it on and i'm like i will i would want to check out bring it on i think yeah every time they get suggested to me i'm like oh it's already been brought in they bring it on so many times i think there are like six bring it ons (laughs) yeah exactly Alrighty, so if that's it for minute 86 and our decom of the week we can start turning to the the end of the episode so brian where can people find you on the internet uh, well, I am uh, co-host of the Marine Corps Movie Minute, so we, you know, we're on Facebook and Instagram and all that. So if you just put in your Google search engine, Marine Corps Movie Minute, we pop up for uh, you know uh, on Apple Podcasts and you know Spotify, all those, all all the places you can find your your favorite you know your favorite podcasts. We're there, and specifically, if you want to reach out to us, we have um, you can reach us at the Marine Corps Movie Minute at gmail.com if you want to send us a note. Of course, we're on Instagram at Marine Corps Movie Minute Pod on Instagram, and then Twitter is the is MCMM underscore podcast. Yeah, podcast uh, for Twitter, and it has nothing to do with Marine Corps crushes. Ah <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, until now, until the next time I log in. I know we may have just inspired something. I'm guessing I'm thinking of a new segment now. <laughs> <laughs> When you guys go viral, I expect a paycheck, that's right, all I'm right. saying. <laughs> or at least a little nod of the hat. Right. Yeah. What I'd say to our audience is if, if you appreciate the um, humor and insight that Brian's brought to our podcast, go check his out. Yeah. I appreciate it. Even if you don't know anything about the Marine Corps movies. We'll teach you. What about us, Condra? People can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds. Or me personally at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y on Twitter and TikTok. You can send us an email to amateurnerdspresent at gmail.com. Yeah, tell us a decom that you want to hear about. Tell us how you would solve racism. I would do it through the magic of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for coming in strong there, because I was not sure what that was going to get followed up with. Too real, too real, too real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's podcasting for you. Oh, yeah. Special thanks to our artist, Theo Golden, at TGoldenArt on Instagram. And thanks to our musician, Joe Winslow, who you can find at joewinslowmusic.com. I have been Condra. I've been Tyler. And I've been Brian. And we'll catch you next time for another rocking and rollicking and rolling and rambunctious episode of, I almost said Fantastic Minute, <laughs> <laughs> Wildcat Minute. You can bet on it. <laughs> <laughs>